everybody, and welcome to the JC and Bill Sportscast. I'm Bill. And you're back with JC. And we are ready yeah. to talk sports. Yeah, second time in a few weeks. We're going to give our thoughts on uh, the baseball playoffs going on and how we both missed terribly on the playoffs. Hey, uh, hey I don't have Texas. I had Texas in the in the ALDS or ALCS. Um, and then we'll also talk about football, and we're into the first Saturday of the hockey season, so we'll talk about that and uh, a whole lot more going on in the sports world. It, it, you know, in in a weird way, it seems kind of quiet in general yes the hockey season has started yes we're into the playoffs for baseball yes we're deep into the football season it just doesn't seem like you know in a way like there's anything bizarre or weird or crazy going on and i guess that's kind of a good thing it it is it's you know you you want that quiet mid-october nice day nice week no major sports incidents, you know, that we could really horn in on, you know, it's, 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 it's nice and quiet, right? That's, that's what we sometimes like, you know, we do like the controversial stuff, like what's said in a dressing room should stay in a dressing room. But, uh, yeah, you know, because, you know, there's so much other bad crap in the world going on right now that the last thing we need is bad stuff to happen in our sports, and thankfully, you know, we haven't had that. So, yeah. Uh, why don't Why don't we get into let, Let's start off with uh, football in general, and um, the NFL. You know, we we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago where everybody was at the quarter mark of the season. We're not going to do that again today, but. Um. I, I think it's safe to say at this point the 49ers are the best team in the NFL right now, I think. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. Their offense, defense, special teams, everything's clicking. They're they're flying out there. I mean, they got Cleveland tomorrow with no Watson. I mean, that defense might give them a bit of a challenge, but, I mean, P.J. Walker's not going to put up much of a fight, I don't think. Right. Right. It would have been interesting if Watson was in there. But I mean, it's. I think it's going to be another blow up there. Uh, let's see what the Cowboys do coming back. Uh, Kansas City. I guess we could give them the division oh. right now. I mean, the Chargers are. Eh. It, I mean, something could happen. Something weird. You know, mm-hmm. like like Taylor Swift stops showing up to games and Kelsey starts getting the drops. You know. Oh yeah, you know that—that's terrible. Mm. <laughs> you know, Bill's favorite singer. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? While we're at it, while we're at it, I want—I want to go to our or the poll that you put up from the last <laughs> episode. And uh, basically, we are a community divided on that because when you did the poll. You had put up a, a time frame, basically, 
of when people can vote. And not me. Facebook says you only have three days. Really? I, I don't have that problem. Yeah, it's weird. But um, after the time had gone, it was a tie. It was 50-50 on if you're a Swifty or not. So, <laughs> Hey, they're, they're out there. Good, good job to those who voted that they are not Swifties. You're not going to be pushed by society. <laughs> hey, hey, ratings were up 57% higher than last year's Commanders-Bears game. Oh, yeah, whoopee-doo. 13.8 million viewers watched the Thursday night game, and it was pretty much streaming, right? I mean, in Canada, we get on TSN. Yeah. Right, but yeah, Amazon Prime, you're, you're streaming, 13.8 million people watched that game. Look. I mean, lots of well, – I mean – Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, attendance across the board in all sports and all ratings have, have increased. You know, I guess people have forgot about all the controversies and saying that they're not going to show up and watch and stuff. And I I mean, baseball had the highest attendance in years. Look, if the NFL cares so much about Taylor Swift being in the game, why don't they have her put on the jersey, put on the pads, have her play for the Kansas City Chiefs since so many people care about her ass being there. And you know what? She she would alone would beat the Denver Broncos defense. You and I could beat the Denver Broncos defense. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it is terrible, isn't it? And I mean, it's... Oh. I mean, the only... I mean, with, with the AFC West, the only team that has a shot, and it's not much right now. It is the Chargers. But like I said, it's not much. And you know what? I found a fascinating stat. They said the Kansas City Chiefs have beat the Denver Broncos 16 straight times. That's insane. The last one to do to beat the Chiefs was Peyton Manning. But, uh, I, mean, I think Peyton is uh, just fine doing his Monday night show with Eli. Yep. But I mean, could you, I mean, how is it you lost 16 straight games where you play the same team twice a year? Like, well, look, just gotta, look at the Jets. When? Yeah. The Jets are in that same situation with the Patriots. You know, you'd think this is finally the year they're going to get one on New England and they lost. And New England sucks. That's an understatement. I mean, yeah, that is true. I think a lot of people can't can't fathom the Patriots. What are they one and four or something right now? Yeah, a lot of people can't fathom that a Bill Belichick team is one and and not just one and four, but getting blown their their doors off one and four. They have because uh, I, I was with uh, DK last night. They have the second worst point differential in the National Football League. The Patriots. That's crazy. I mean, that's a. I mean, yeah, they've lost some defensive studs back there, right? But still, I mean, you're getting your doors blown off, and then they go. I think they're playing the Raiders this week. Yeah. You know, in in, in Raiderland, Vegas. Yeah. You know, and they don't expect a lot of Patriot fans to be in Vegas this weekend. 
Yeah. Right. And usually it's a home game for the other team. I mean, you know, so it's crazy how the NFL can flip like that, you know, and I mean, there's been a lot of questionable calls on Belichick, right. With the draft and things like that. But overall it's, it's definitely a weird situation. It's something we've never, never experienced in 20 some years. I mean, 20 some years. to be honest, and, and this happens to all the greats. It doesn't matter what sport. At some point, time is going to catch up to you. You know, we have said a bunch of times, time is the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. You cannot beat time. Eventually, Belichick's going to have to retire someday. And I think the last season and this season is proving Maybe the game has passed Bill Belichick. And, and you know what's funny about that is because, you know, he, I think he's the GM. He, does, he makes a lot of player personnel decisions. Right. Look at the other spectrum of the oldest coach in the league and Pete Carroll and what he's done with a young, young football team. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you look at their attitude, their the way they respect their players. Because Pete's like, yeah, do it. You know, be yourself. Right. And you watch him, he's he's chucking footballs in practice. He's running up and down the sideline, going crazy. Right? Players want to play for Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. They're getting I mean, and look at the job he did last year. So, you know, where Bill, yeah, I think maybe the, maybe football, I mean, football's changed enough that you can either get on that wagon or you hop off and you call her a, call her a day. So, you yeah. know what, I'm done. Right then, now, yeah. Now he gets fired. Is he going to get hired on somewhere? Probably. Yeah, but who would want to hire him? That's the question. I know the name is there, but it's like, do you really want to hire him after twenty plus years in New England? Somebody will. Someone will probably take a flyer on him, right? Yeah, but I'm afraid who would though? That's the question. Yeah. Now I'll tell you I'll tell you one team that's really impressed me for all the right reasons is the Detroit Lions. They yeah. had the big hype going into the season, you know, that hey, this team's gonna be real good. They should be undefeated at this point. With the with the Seattle game, they should be, but they're not. But they're That's right. still a dominant football team that right now is at four and one, and they. I I, I said this on uh, on my video this week. I really think Detroit is the second best team in the NFC. I think they are better than Philadelphia. I really do. Philadelphia is not that good of a team, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, is Philly is have we seen the real Philadelphia Eagles yet? Are they gassed from the last few pay- playoff runs? I mean, time will tell. They got the Jets mm-hmm. this week. You know, that could be their first loss of the year. It could. Right. So, and I do agree, right? I mean, and you have Jared Goff that's back there throwing passes. He is just on fire. 
this year. Yeah, Montgomery run the ball. He came back. You know, Laporta there, the tight end. St. Amaru or whatever his name is. You know, I mean, they – and then the defense has been stellar. You know, it's line fans, I've got it hopes. Yeah. But when do the Lions come crashing down? And it hurts inside. Yeah, that's right. Um, because you know what's going to happen, right? There's got to be a Detroit Lion moment coming up. It has for 40 years. See, I don't know. I, I couldn't pinpoint it because they've got a two-game lead of the division, and they've looked impressive every single week so far this season. Yep. I mean, I mean are they, are they going to catch San Fran as the best team in the NFC, you know, get that number one coming to the seat for the bye? See, I I think there is their challenge, is San Francisco. Because San Francisco is just loaded. That team is loaded up. Yeah, they are loaded up, and it's going to be interesting what happens. I mean, they got they got some tough games. I think they got the Eagles coming up, right? They got two of the Seahawks. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something that I don't know which other ones. I think they got the Rams, once Cardinals. Just hammered on the Cowboys, right? You got the Reds, the Giants, I think. I don't know. They played, they beat the Giants, so they have the the, the Redskins. Yeah. Let me so. let me tell you, uh, Detroit's next five games after tomorrow. At the Ravens, that that could be a tricky one for Detroit. Home against the Vikings. Then they got a bye week. At the Chargers, home against the Bears, and then a Thanksgiving game home against the Packers. Hmm. They could go 5-0. and They really could. I mean... And then, and then I'll get San Francisco's schedule up. So after the Cleveland game, they are at Minnesota, Monday night game next week, home against the Bengals, then they've got a bye, at the Jaguars, home against the Buccaneers, at the Seahawks Thanksgiving night. You know, San Fran, you go through that, that five games, San Fran has a tougher schedule. They do. The Bucs are playing good. The Seahawks are playing good. Jacksonville's playing good. Playing good. You know, the Vikings are playing like crap. And Jefferson's gone. So for Detroit how long? does your five games. Yeah, four to six weeks are saying right with the hamstring. I mean, that's a team that's fallen off the the continent pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was yeah. expecting big things from them. And nothing. And then for the Eagles, because you know I want to be fair and mention them as well. Their next five games: home against the Dolphins, at Washington, home against Dallas, then the bye week, 
then at the Chiefs, and then home against the Bills. So that they have the toughest schedule out of those yeah. three teams. I think at some point, Philadelphia will lose their first game in the next five. It could be, could maybe Miami, could be the Bills. Could be Kansas City. Kansas City. I mean, it could be Dallas. Yeah, it could be anybody. I mean, it could be right. Washington. Washington almost had them last time. Yep. Yeah. So Philly's got the toughest of the three. Mm-hmm. You know, you could probably, I mean, you can go San Fran one, Detroit two, Philly three. Mm-hmm. Probably Tampa Bay four. Right. I don't. I don't know who that fourth. Maybe. Maybe Atlanta. Could be Atlanta. Could be the Saints. I mean. Yeah. Saints have had two impressive games here lately. So, it's you know it's it's nice to see that we got some competitive football. Right. I mean, you got the NFC East, the NFC West. We'll see what Seattle can do. I mean, if Seattle loses even one of those games, it could be. Could be lights out for them, right? Being a wild card team. Yeah, San Francisco looks like they're built, right? They're built for the long haul. Yeah. You know, we'll see what happens. I mean, if teams start to react to to Purdy or whatnot, you know, I mean, you have to stop McCaffrey. Debo hasn't really done much yet. Kittle had a great game last game. At defense is it's definitely staunch. So. I mean, it's something that we could see. Yeah. They oh, yeah. Roll right through the playoffs, right? Maybe, maybe Philly, maybe Philly's defense can match up with them. That's probably the only threat. If and and that's if that Philly defense can stay healthy. Yes, exactly. I mean, we still have was a week six. We still have like thirteen weeks left of football. We got a long way to go. So. Yep. I mean. You lose McCaffrey and San Fran, and that changes the whole the whole team. Oh, don't jinx them! Don't jinx them. I, no, I have him in my fantasy pool, and I like McCaffrey, right? But I'm saying, you know, you, I mean, you lose. Let's say you lose McCaffrey, right? Mm-hmm. That team is that team could you could pretty much call him done at that point, right? Defense will be good, right? I mean, if Philly, I mean, was they lose? I mean, what you lose Swift? Now you can still compete with Hertz. Hertz goes down. Philly could be done. Mm-hmm. You know, and but Detroit. I mean, huh. I mean Montgomery was out. I mean they're 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 a nice rounded team, right? They don't expect they don't run it on one player. Yeah, that's so. kind of the problem with Kansas City at the moment. Is it's Kelsey? It's Kelsey. You know, you mean Taylor Taylor Swift's boyfriend? That's what we're going to call him from now on. No, I'm going to refer to him by his full <laughs> Christian name. <laughs> now, I have a now I have one to talk to you about. Oh no. How could the NFL have back-to-back home or games in London involving the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> and then have the Bills fly over there? And I mean, you think that's fair? Did they not have had maybe a week in between, and they both teams fly out there? I mean, my thinking is, and again, this is just a thought. Maybe the NFL 
wanted to try to see how one team would do staying in London to do two home games because, you know, there's been that talk for so long about having a team in London. And they figured the Jaguars are really liked in in London. Like, they are really liked over there. That is not a lie. That is true. Because they played 50,000 games in London. What do you think is going to happen? No. And I, I maybe they just wanted to see what would happen. And then I heard that the Bills traveled on Friday to go to London. Yeah, and they I'm traveled like, earlier. Yeah. You know what? If you're going to London, I say, you know, I think you come home. So let's, because they played what? The Sunday night? They played the Sunday game, blew the doors off Miami. Mm-hmm. You got Monday, Tuesday off. Wednesday morning, you fly out. Exactly. You got Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You're ready to go Sunday. Right? You drink your warm Guinness, your uh, fish and bangers or whatever they call it, and away you go. Not on Friday. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, and then the time difference. That's, everyone's saying, well, it's quicker to fly into London than to Seattle, which, well, whatever. It's like a four-hour flight, I think, from Buffalo to Seattle. Yeah, Maybe I, I, I don't know. The, but it's only two hours. But you're only two hours behind. And with that game, you're eight hours behind or six hours. Right? You're playing a 7.30 game, our time, 9.30 your guys' time. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, I think if Buffalo was to go out there the previous week, they would have beat Jacksonville. Maybe. Right? Maybe. Yeah, we, we, we'll we never know that, right? Maybe. But, I mean, it does kind of set up a, you know, is it fair for Buffalo? But Buffalo could have flew in on Wednesday. Right? You know. Mm-hmm. Overall, I mean, I, I put this blame. I put someone on the NFL, cause it, but they did want, like you said, I didn't think about them having a test run. But I put a lot of it on the Buffalo. Right? They should have went early. Right, you guys are yeah. still too cocky about the the Dolphins game the week before, and then you got manhandled, and they had some injuries. And now the Bills are technically on a bye week this week. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, every team is it's a bye week for the Giants, except for me, the defense. Because the defense is running and sacking Jones eleven times by Seattle, six times by Miami. I mean, mm-hmm. when does it? When's enough? And Daniel Jones says, "You know what? I'm done for the year." Well, he's I'm not playing the Sunday game, so because oh, of his knack, right? I mean, he could break the all-time being sacked record. It's possible, right? And I mean, it's I mean, I when I was watching that Seahawks game. It was, I, I mean, obviously, as a Seahawks fan, it was exciting to watch. You know, the defense came to play. Weatherspoon came out with a shout. Had that game-changing interception. But 11 sacks. Yeah. Right? I mean, the record's 14. 11. And they haven't scored in the first quarter this year. No. So what I would do, if you're in a survivor pool... Is you always pick the team against the Giants. 
That's my tip of the week. Hmm. And a loser pool, maybe play the opponent of the San Francisco 49ers. You know, just saying, just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, you know, it's, it's been, let's put it this way, right? You got the Giants, you got the Redskins. Cause obviously that name is starting to make a comeback, right? Uh, then you got the Eagles and you got the Cowboys. I mean, that division, I mean, the Cowboys looked like, like crap. They really, they're, they're not as good as what they were when they started. No. And I mean, obviously losing Trevon Diggs or whatever back there hurts. Mm -hmm. But that guy was all or nothing. I mean, you could score 500 yards passing against him in a game. Right? He might have two interceptions. You know. But I mean, Dak doesn't look impressive. They can't, they weren't able to run the ball. I mean, it was just the only thing they've got going for them is the defense. Yeah, and that defense is good. Yeah, especially the front four. Yep. We'll see. Um, let's see. Why don't Why don't we get off football for today? Let's get into hockey. The hockey season has already started. Um, got a huge slate of games today, Saturday, as we're recording this. Um, Bedard got his first goal on uh, the second game, correct? Yes, the second, he got his first assist on his first game. Got his second, and they beat the Penguins 4-2. to mm-hmm. And they played the Bruins. He got his first goal, but they, I think they ended up losing to the Bruins. I think tonight he's in Montreal, and then he's got Toronto. Yep. So they're definitely showcasing him. He also expects to be fine for taking his pregame skate without his helmet. He's only would... 18. Let the kid make and a mistake. <laughs> which, I mean, I can guarantee you someone's paying for it. All right. Whether it's Patrick Kane or John Tay, someone's paying for his that fine. You know. All but right. it's good to see, right? You know, you have uh, obviously in Canada here, right? The Leafs and the Montreal had a wild game on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. The Leafs were down by two goals, scored two six-on-five goals to tie it up and win in a shootout. Matthews with the hat trick. Uh, the following game, Vancouver blew the doors off Edmonton. Right. I don't even think Edmonton showed up. Eight to one. Besser had four goals. It's been fun, right? Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh-Washington, didn't they play last night? Yeah, they did. Pittsburgh shut them out. The Crosby versus Ovechkin game, as we we bill it now, it's not the Capitals versus Penguins, right? So now we're now we're going into Ovechkin versus the record, basically. Yeah. The record of the most goals scored in the NHL. So we'll see where that goes. Um, now I know, you know. You're not a big fan of the Sabres, but I think they got a real good shot this year to make the playoffs. Oh, I think so, too. They're, they're a young team. You know, they, they were doing well last year. I think they just ran up against some some bad luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and playing in that division with Tampa, with Toronto, Boston. with Boston. Right? You're, you've got some good teams. There are some juggernauts. So Tampa, without uh, Beskuleski or whatever, the uh, goaltender there might might be beatable. 
Toronto looks dangerous. Boston, we'll see what happens with them. But mm-hmm. they could. They can, make a, they can make a run for it. Right? Montreal's young. Florida. I mean, Florida took what won the President's Trophy last year, I believe. Yeah, and got swept out of the – well, not swept, but they got beaten out of the playoffs. Yes, Boston – yeah, Boston – Boston got the President. They got swept. Or they got beat by Toronto. And then Florida – yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Florida's a good team. Yeah, because Florida made it to the Stanley Cup Finals and then lost to the Vegas Knights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which that Batman pretty much guaranteed them a Stanley Cup. <laughs> draft. So if you're listening to this Batman, because I know that you're a huge JC and uh, Bill sportscast oh, fan. Oh yeah, really? Mm-hmm. At all? Knock it off! Right? Yeah, we supposed to spend ten years of pain. We've 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 got his number on speed dial, folks. Uh huh. That's right. <laughs> Eight hundred. You suck. <laughs> so now, yeah. now I'm gonna now I'm gonna ask you. Is there a team in general that you think not a lot of people are talking about that could surprise people this year in a good way? Oh, in a good way. Hmm. You know, I maybe Winnipeg could be a team. Okay. Right. Uh you know, I'm not saying anything about Chicago or Detroit or, you know, Montreal. They're they're young. Montreal might make might Montreal look impressive. I mean, they need mm-hmm. some goaltending. Uh, like you said, Buffalo. I think Carolina, but everyone's expecting Carolina to do good things. Yeah. Right. Uh, the Devils would be a team that I would be interested in watching. You know, they're they're a good young team. The Islanders could be another team. But I would I definitely say the Devils would be a team that I don't think a lot of people take notice or take stock in them. Mm-hmm. And never really have, even though they won a couple Stanley Cups. And and they and they made the playoffs last year. Yeah, they made the playoffs. Right? Did they? They I think they beat the Rangers in seven. Yeah, and then lost the following series, didn't they, to Carolina? Uh, yeah. And then Carolina lost to Florida, and then Florida lost to the Knights. Uh, the same old, same old issue with Edmonton, goaltending. I think they need to trade for a goaltender. They need to do something or else their, their Stanley Cup aspirations are done. Maybe Calgary would be a team that would be interesting because of the fact that they got rid of Daryl, Daryl Sutter. Nobody wanted to play for him because they said he was too mean. Mm-hmm. Right. It's kind of like, Oh, he hurt my feelings. So I'm not going to play. Right, I mean, you know, it's, that's what it's getting to, right? Oh, I don't want to do this because the coach is too mean on me. Right. Oh my God, you make ten million dollars, suck it up, play the game. <laughs> right. So we'll see what they do. Uh, okay. The Canucks might have the Canucks have a talented, talented forward group. Nine players they can roll out at any given time to score goals, and a great goaltender in Demko. Defense will be suspect. I think they they'll give up their share of shots. Yeah, I'd definitely say the Devils. I, I like I like them, right? They're young, they're feisty, they're they're hungry. All right. Yourself? Um, well, like I said, uh, B- Buffalo is one of my teams 
for this year. I I I, I kind of think they've got a shot to make the playoffs. Um, I also think Detroit may have a shot at having a good season. I'm not like I'm not expecting you know any of these teams that I mentioned to get to the Stanley Cup. I, I really don't. I'm just you know like these teams could have good years. I think the Flyers could have a good year this year. Um, I, I I think you know they're gonna you know they got themselves started over again. They had a good high draft pick in the previous draft. Got a really good player. Um, I, I I expect Philadelphia to have a pretty good year. Um, and then in the West, I, I think the West is a little bit hard to forecast than the East. But of course, you know, East Coast West Coast situation there. Um, <laughs> You're not staying up to two in the morning to watch the Anaheim Ducks play the San Jose Sharks. Oh God, no. You know, I, I have a life for God's sakes. <laughs> I'm afraid you're, you're not you're not coming out on a Monday morning to talk hockey and you watch that game Sunday night. Oh no! Right? Um, no, no, no. I you know I I do expect Chicago to be better. I don't think they'll make the playoffs this year, but I do expect them to be better, especially with Bedard there. Yeah. So I can I could see them winning more games than you know, intended last year. Um, the, the Calgary didn't make the playoffs last year, did they? Nope, they didn't make the playoffs. All right, I, I think Calgary could be a good team to keep an eye on during the season. Um, they, they may be, you know, maybe a year or two away from being, you know, back in the playoffs. Um, and I think Seattle's going to have a good year. Yeah, they did get to the playoffs. Yeah, they got to the second round. But you know, I I think they're in position to be a really good team that's going to have a really good year this year again. So th- those would be the teams that I would keep my eye on. Okay. Yeah. Again, another Butman team. Seattle Kraken. Though, you know they. They learned the rules of the first expansion of Vegas, so Seattle didn't quite come out as as bargain hunters as Vegas did. Right. So you know, I'm hoping the Hartford Whalers make a comeback. Oh man. Uh, well, I, I got to have the Quebec Nordiques before I get the Hartford Whalers. Yeah. That that that's the order. Yeah. Nordiques Whalers. That's right. And we'll just pick up Arizona and we'll move them to Quebec. <laughs> you know, be down, be down with that experiment. Okay, Batman. you know, you know what? Here, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm gonna say right now for all of our listeners to hear. And JC, you're you're gonna be the number one witness for what I'm about to say. Yep. If the NHL puts hockey back in Quebec. And they are the Quebec Nordiques. Not only will I buy myself a Quebec Nordiques jersey, I will take a picture of myself wearing said Quebec Nordiques jersey. Nice. And I will have my name on the back. I'll have my number on the back. So it'll be like, hey, I'm a hockey player too. 
Hey, you know what? I, I, I like it, man. I like it. I got one of the Canucks with my name on the back, my number on the back. So, you know, because I don't think they do that right now. But if, you know, if the, if the day comes where Quebec gets an NHL team and they are the Nordiques, you could bet your bottom dollar I'm spending my money on a jersey. So Good. And you know what? And we will keep we will keep you posted on that. I'll personally send Gary Bettman an email, <laughs> you know, to bring back the Nordiques, bring back the Whalers. Don't go back to Atlanta. That experiment has failed twice. Oh, oh my God. No, I've heard that rumor. You, they had it twice and they couldn't keep a team. I mean, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting a different result. And both the NHL and the Toronto Blue Jays are following that stupid insanity rule. Look, Atlanta is a good football town, is a good baseball town, is a good basketball town. They are not a good hockey town. Do not let them fool you, folks. And we want to correct it. Atlanta is a good regular season baseball town. Yeah. Because I don't, you know, playoff time. They're a lot better than Tampa, that's for sure. Yes. 19,000 people for a raised playoff game. Give me a break. Yeah, I mean... You know, and half them were probably Ranger fans. Probably. Right? Like, I mean, enough is enough. You guys, you know, you got a good team in Tampa. They had some injuries. And you can't get anything sold out. I mean, the AL East, I don't think they won a game in the playoffs. They didn't. That was the toughest division. I think they're just all worn out from being up on each other. You know, and we did discuss that Baltimore needs to lose before they win, and they did. But my thing is, for hockey, there is no referee that that pisses me off more than Angel Hernandez in baseball. So we're good there. And That's I a good thing about it. Yeah, could you imagine Angel on skates calling an NHL game? See, that, that's a good thing with NHL referees, unlike NFL baseball and and to a minor extent basketball refs is they don't put themselves out there they let the the players play and then when they got to make a call they make a call and then but exactly and that's the thing right and i mean the one difference i do like about basketball is that they put their superstars higher up right they they do have rules protect their superstars because when people go to play well now, that they got the, well, now that they got the new flop rule for this season, where it could be a the technical Le- foul, the LeBron the Le- rule. That's, that's the LeFlop rule. We all mm-hmm. know it. You know, after his movie, LeFlop. I, 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 wish, I wish I could say I never saw it, but again. You did. Three, three nephews against one. <laughs> hey, all good. I was on TV the other day, and I just went over it. I'm like, not today, LeBron. Not today. The only reason it got two stars was because of Don Cheadle, basically. 
Yeah. That's the only reason I gave that movie two stars. Well, that and the joke about Michael Jordan. That was a really funny joke. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you know, yeah, but I mean, they do, right? The, the NBA protects its stars. The NFL protects their stars. Who are their stars? Quarterbacks, right? They protect them. Mm-hmm. Where NHL, you're not protecting McDavid. You're not protecting Crosby or Ovechkin, right? They're they're playing by the same set of rules, and the half of them aren't getting called. I mean, if it was hockey was played the way hockey was meant to be played, you'd be watching what we would see in the 80s, 200, 250 points. Ovechkin's protecting himself. Well, he is, right? But, I mean, the slash is the, the hole in the grabbing, right? Stuff like that. That's not hockey. Yeah. Right. You know, they want to cut down on but you haven't cut down on it. I mean, you got to, you know, let them play. Right? I mean, yeah. you see McDavid getting slashed all the time and stuff like that. It's, you know, and he's probably the best player in the in the, in the the world. Excuse me. Right? Where basketball will protect superstars. And you notice it in the playoffs. Right? So, but I mean, hockey's also a, a tougher beast. It's a tougher game to play, and the playoffs oh, are a different animal. It, and the playoffs are a different for playoff hockey is the toughest cup to win. Bar down, the toughest trophy to win in sports. Because you play in a physical game every second day, pretty much, right from mid April to the end of June. Absolutely. Right. Hot football, one and done. Yeah, it's tough, right? But, I mean, you know, you get your rest, you're one and done. You might get a bye. Then you get the two weeks before the Super Bowl. Right? You get the week off, then you get the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Basketball, sometimes the third round is played before the first round's even ended. Exactly. <laughs> That's not right, even like, a joke. <laughs> That's oh, a truth. Oh, <laughs> some some yeah. kid... Some kid, you know, maybe on their way to a college degree while the other class is doing a fifth grade math test. That's right. That, that's your NBA playoffs. You know. And baseball, I mean, yeah, you have the wild card and we've noticed, you know, we talked about it. Does a buy affect the teams? And for the second year in a row in the National League, both seeds one and two, gone. Right? Seed one in the ALCS, gone. And Houston, just, I mean, Houston is a seasoned team, right? Maybe they, you know, they're a veteran team. They needed the rest. Who knows, right? But I mean, and Minnesota coming in, they're playing, you know, they're kind of playing on high hopes and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, you look at it. And now there's calls for maybe changes coming to the playoffs. See, if you're so, going to do. If you're going to do changes, there's two things you should do. I'm not one of those that's complaining about the changes. But if you do, the first change is the one you and I both agreed on, which is whoever the lower seed is should be playing the number one seed. Yeah, like, oh, of course. Like the nationally, it should have been Atlanta and Arizona playing each other not Atlanta and Philly, because Atlanta and Philly, that was basically the National League championship right there, in my opinion. Yep. So, so that's the one, that, that's the first one. The other one, and 
this one, I don't know how people are going to take it here listening, but I'll, I'll, I'll pitch my idea. You have the wild card game be one game. Be one game. If you win, you, you advance. If you lose, you go home. Then you make the divisional series two out of three. And then you make the championship series a best of five. And then the World Series is a best of seven. Because we're getting into November baseball almost. And there are people, you know, that don't like that. So I figure if you cut out, you know, cut some time there, wild card round is one game, divisional round is best of three, championship league is best of five, World Series is best of seven. Yeah, true enough, true enough. What about if we cut the games in the regular season? I would be in favor of that, but it's got to be the 154. Yes, I would cut down 154. And then you could have eight teams make the playoffs and then go ahead, right? You could go, you could go three, seven, 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 as far as I'm concerned. And you'd have that whole thing wrapped up by the end of halfway through October, pretty much. I mean, near the end of it. Well, let me check. Because baseball, you can play every day, right? They don't mm-hmm. need a buy or a day off to, no, that's not the way baseball is. You, you play, play every day, right? All right, so if we did eight, then in the American League, the Mariners and the Yankees would have made the playoffs for the American League. And the Cubs and the Padres would have made it in the National League. Yep. And you know what? Nobody wanted to play the Padres near the end. They're starting to roll, right? Mm-hmm. And I'd go one step better. I like the one the NHL used to do one through 16. So if you were the 16th team, you were flying to the number one seed. Wow. Then, then, then that would have to mean, you know, that you're doing American League and National League. And I, I would not be in favor of that. Yeah, it would be different, wouldn't it? Yeah. Of all those well, games, we know, we know that Angel Hernandez would be an umpire in it. Yeah. Well, why don't we why don't we talk about uh, both respective uh, championship series coming up? Uh, the American League starts Sunday night. The National League starts Monday night. Um, I think it's safe to say that for the I would say for the majority, three of the four teams were expected probably to get to this point. I don't think anybody had. Arizona being at this point in the playoffs. No, not me, not you, not a million people. Maybe some Diamondback people did. Yeah. You know, maybe them. I mean, they they did. They were first in that division for quite a while. They so the were. Took... Yeah, they were. So is it really a surprise? Yeah, maybe. A little bit. Yeah. Especially I mean, when feel... you, know, you got a young team. Yeah. I'm done with the Phillies. I'm done with everything Philadelphia. Done with the Eagles, the Phillies, the Flyers, the 76ers, whatever their WNBA team is, whatever their 
Laundry Football League team name is. I'm done with all Philadelphia. Oh, hello. Laundry. You know, done with it all. Except for the cheesesteak. That's fine. I can handle a Philly cheesesteak. But I'm just done. I'm just tired of the fans, tired of everything, you know, that comes with Philadelphia. Yeah, it's just, it just, you know, you watch the games and all this and the taunting and whatever was said in the dress room and then Harper's just staring back. It's like, just play the game, you know? You don't think he, Harper's going to get hit next year when he's playing against the Braves? Harper's going to wear one. And what's Harper going to do? Throw his helmet? Right? Like, just play the game. The fans are all waving, giving the middle fingers and stuff like that. It's like, you know what? You guys don't – Philadelphia does not deserve it. Does not deserve it. And every year, I just get more and more hatred to Philadelphia. The city of brotherly love with the crack bell. Fix the crack bell, by the way, you know? Why? Why? A person who can oh. that city. Fix oh, it. oh hold, hold on. Oh, you, you get your thumb I'm, I'm going to get yeah. somebody. Hold on a minute. Yeah. I'll be right back. Okay, because what I would do is I would get a guy from Pittsburgh to come down and weld that crack, smooth it out, get it all nice and smooth, and get rid of the crack. I mean, we don't want a broken bell. Come on, man. Let's fix that bell. Let's get that thing going. Right? Let's hear it. You know, but now you have a crack bell. It just means, you know, you're too lazy to fix it. Philadelphia, fix your bell. Well, we wait for Bill to bring whoever. Maybe he's got the Philly Fanatic coming on. We don't know. But, yeah. it's. I'll tell you what, though. It should be a good series. Philly and the Diamondbacks. Rangers and the Astros. I don't know. Maybe Bill drove to Philadelphia. We don't know. So I'm going to sit down. Go ahead and Go right after him because you've been to Philadelphia. I have. You have. Okay. He says he wants the Liberty Bell fixed. Bad. Yeah. Bad because it's history. If you fix it, then it's probably going to get more broken. Well, yeah, if you get a welder from Philadelphia, but if you get a welder from Pittsburgh <laughs> to, to weld that bell, shine her up real nice, they would fix it. That's the Steel City. You know, sure. I mean, you have a broken bell. You can't, you can't sit there with a broken bell. Like I said, I think it's still tough to be lazy. They were lazy in what, 1776 when the bell broke? They probably yeah. stared at, what are we going to do with this bell? Well, we should just leave it. Lazy then, lazy now. <laughs> well, it's part of history. It broke George Washington's birthday. So. Yeah, yeah, broke on his birthday. That's right. What was he raining too hard for the Eagles back in 1776? <laughs> you know, I would have expected Rocky to punch it and, and crack the bell. The, I think it was yeah. in the 1800s. It could have been. I thought it was. I was. Nah, it could be the 1800s. I thought it was 1770. Somehow, 1776 rings a bell. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> the last time everything. <laughs> no, I get they just move it right, you know, and things like that. 
I'm just fired up for Philly fans. <laughs> My nephew's like, I am so confused. <laughs> All right, let, let, let's get back on track. Um, That's right. Um, so you know what? Since you're in a good mood, why don't we start with the National League Championship Series uh, with the Phillies and the Diamondbacks? I'll go first. If you can rest your throat for a few minutes. That's right. Um, excuse me. What this is going to come down to is can Arizona stop the bats of Philadelphia. That, to me, is what it's going to come down to. Because if they can stop the bats of the Phillies, then the Diamondbacks have a shot. But I don't think, I just don't think they're going to be able to do it. I really don't. Um... This Phillies team, and, and I said this to DK yesterday, it to them, to the city, to the fans, it is win the World Series or bust for them. Because yep. they had the taste last year. They managed to get it to a sixth game. They just couldn't get over that hurdle. This year, it is either we're going to take it or we're going to bust. I say the Phillies win the National League, and it'll be in five games. Ooh. Against a younger Diamondback team. Got mm-hmm. some great pitch away. That could slow down like that. Uh, it depends on if Moreno's healthy or not as a catcher. Right? He took a foul ball off there, but I think he said he's ready to go. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, though I would say I think Philly does does make it through there. I'm going six games, and then yeah, yeah, I'm going Philly. Philly in six okay. against the time. I think I think it'll be some good games though. I don't think oh, we're gonna yeah. see them blow. We're gonna be some. We're gonna see some great moments. You know, the Diamondbacks, I think this is their third time or fourth time there in the playoffs. Yeah. So. All right. So now we're going to go to the American League. We're going to go the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros. I'm going to let you go first on this one since I went first on the other one. All right. Well, we got the Battle of Texas. Houston versus the Texas Rangers. We're both going to play in a dome stadium, so weather won't matter. They'll have right. the air conditioning going on. I'll tell you, doesn't doesn't Houston sound like they're a dynasty? They're almost right? to that point. Right, they just keep on winning, keep on winning. I mean, you have Altuve is older, right? You got Bregman, they got Verlander back, who's made a difference. I mean, going up against a very good team that can hit the ball. I mean, we saw that against Baltimore, we saw that against the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I mean, it's tough to bet against the World Series champs a year year ago. With the playoff experience, with the pitching, I mean, you know, I mean, they weren't phased at all by Minnesota. I'm going to go with Houston 
And again, I'll go in six because I don't think it's going to be it's going to be good games. But I think I think errors are going to do in the Rangers. The Rangers aren't a very good defensive team. And I think I think you're gonna if you give Houston too many chances, you're gonna you're gonna lose. How I see this because Texas on the road has been unbeatable this postseason. Like like if you're the home team, you have to give the home team like three runs to start and then let the Rangers catch up to you from there. See what they can do. Yep. Their bats have come alive this postseason. And when your bats come alive the way that the Texas Rangers have, it can be very, very scary. And this is a team who has played the Astros what was it, 14 times in the regular season, I think? Uh, 13. 13 or 14 times. And, yeah, Houston got the better of them in the regular season. But the key is it was the regular season. This is the playoffs. This is a best of seven, which means Houston has to go to Texas for three games. Maybe they play all three. Maybe they don't play all three. That remains to be seen. The other thing to take into consideration, Scherzer wants to pitch in this series. Who is going to tell Max Scherzer he is not allowed to pitch in this series with a chance to go to the World Series? That's like... That's like telling Al Capone, hey, you can't steal from this bank. Yeah, I get it, I get it. But, I mean, his doctor, the GM, Bruce Bochy, maybe put him in a relief role. I don't know if you're going to have him start. I, I but you can't have, have him start. You no, know, you can't have him start, but maybe a relief role he comes in. But then you're seeing somebody else, right? And he hasn't pitched in over a month. So now you're going to come back and you're going to go. And, I mean, it's one thing to face your own players and whatever, simulated games. It's another thing to be in the playoffs. You haven't pitched in a month, and how's he going to do? Right? And once you have him on the roster, you're stuck with him unless he gets hurt. Right. You cannot replace him. So are um, you going to – Go ahead. It's tough. It is. Are you so willing I, I to give up a roster? So I don't know what will happen on that end. But the way – Texas has played, especially on the road. And Houston is not a good home team. They were not good at home this year. They had an under 500 record. I'm going to take the Rangers. That series is going seven games. That just has the makings of an all-time classic series. And it's going to go seven. And I see Texas winning it. I mean, you could see more wins in Texas than the Cowboys have their whole whole season. It's possible. All right. I like it. So you got the Rangers. You got the Phillies. I've mm-hmm. got the rematch last year of the Astros and the Phillies. 
I'll let you go first. Who's winning the World Series? At this and I stage. Want your, and I want your MVP as well. At this stage, the way things are going, I think the Phillies are going to win. And I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give you a surprise pick for the MVP. I'm going to say the greatest home run hitter on inappropriate moments, Nick Castellanos, will be your MVP of the World Series. Wow. And that's possible, right? I mean, and that's, I mean, if you got the fill in the Rangers, I'll tell you what, man, you might see the most runs scored in a seven game series. All right. So who do you have in your theoretical World Series? So I got the Phillies and Astros. And unfortunately, once again, the Philadelphia Phillies come up short. I think you are seeing a dynasty in Houston, even though I think it's going to be probably dead after this year. Mm-hmm. But I do see the Houston Astros lifting that cup. I mean, that Verlander trade just sparked them, got them going. It did. It really did. You know, and the bullpen's been good. They, they still get timely hitting. I mean, Altuve's leading off. The guy seems to come up with timely clutch hitting. Bregman, you know, they got Tucker there. It's, I just, I would say, I think it's going seven, but I think Houston wins this. Houston now, wins, wins the World Series. Now, you know, I, I kind of want to go back real quick to the American League series briefly. Yep. Let's say... Scherzer is allowed to pitch. Okay. Game, game seven. Scherzer, Verlander. They start the year off as teammates. They end the year pitching against each other for the right to go to the World Series. You know what? You it's can't possible. strip that. It is possible. I, I mean, I would give the edge to Verlander. Depending on how Scherzer pits, if he does pitch in the in the in the series, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, he hasn't faced nobody live in in over a month. He got hurt in Toronto, I think, on the fourteenth, and he was dynamite that game. And he got hurt, and I mean, after a month, right? You're not. It's tough to get back into it. Mm-hmm. Now again, playoffs are different. Maybe he's. I mean, he's definitely a different cat, right? So, I just, I mean, I think we're going to be set up for some good baseball games. I really think we are. You know, right down to, I mean, you're, I, I, I don't see no quit in Arizona. Philly's not, I mean, Philly takes the break off or the gas off. They're going to get thumped. Mm-hmm. You cannot give up on the Diamondbacks. No, 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 no. Right. And, I mean, they're starting again this year. Game one will be in Philly. Games one and two, three, four, five back in Arizona. And six and seven. So really, weather. Yeah, so weather's going to be a factor in only four games. Yeah. Right? And don't you want to see the Arizona Diamondbacks jump in the pool when they move on to the World Series? I mean, they already did it once. Twice. When they made it to the wild card, they jumped. Yep. Yeah, they could do it again. Yep, they could jump right in. So... 
you know, and good on a young team like that, right? I mean, it makes it makes it more exciting. But but you know what? This is what baseball needed, though. Yep. They needed a team like Arizona to get to this point, because if you look at the teams that just made the playoffs alone this year, Arizona, small market, Minnesota, small market, Baltimore, small market, Tampa, small market. You know, you have Toronto has the smallest market of them all. Right. But I mean, of the teams that made the, well, yeah. Okay. Toronto. So you have four or five teams of the 10 that are small market clubs that made the playoffs when, you know, you've got the Mets and the Yankees and the Red Sox of the world spending hundreds of millions of dollars. And then you've got these clubs who are doing it the traditional way, the right way, kind of like what Houston had been doing for a while. You know, started from the ground up. Yeah. So. Uh, and, I mean, it, it is good to see, right, a lower payroll. I mean, and I'll, I'll say this right now. Money does not buy you a championship in baseball. Nope. Right. It might buy it. It will money buys you a championship in basketball. Yeah, maybe. For the most part, it does, right, with the super teams. Yeah, but I think. uh, I bet you Dallas Cowboys could spend five hundred million; they'd be winning it all the time. Hmm. Right. That's you know. I mean, that's what we like about the cap. Mm -hmm. But in baseball, the Mets are the prime example. Yeah. And then they fire Buck Showalter, which I don't think it was his fault, and I'm not a big Buck Showalter fan. But I mean, it wasn't his fault. He got he got turfed. You know, you, you just can't spend money. Baseball is a team game, one of the ultimate team games, right? You got one bat going, eight bats aren't going. You're not winning. You need timely hitting. You need clutching. You need bullpen. You need the starters, right? You need a coach who knows what he's doing, right? The moment's never too big. I I I, I hate to cut you off. But I have to read this because um, apparently we had a boxing match happening between an MMA guy and a YouTuber that ended in a disqualification. Did someone get him with a chair? No. Did someone hit someone in the balls? No. Did someone's girlfriend come running or fiance come running and smack someone? No. Let me tell you what happened. Oh, yeah. Because if I I kept saying no, you would have come up with different other answers. There's like a million reasons why you get disqualified. Dylan Dennis. Okay, this was written uh, by Shaquille Majori of CBS Sports. Dylan Dennis was all misfit and no boxing on Saturday. Logan Paul dominated in a fight where Dennis refused to strike and instead hunted takedowns and chokes in their misfits boxing co-main event. Paul was moments away from a unanimous decision win before Dennis's shenanigans forced a disqualification. Paul said during his post-fight interview, quote, he's supposed to be good at jujitsu. What happened? I stuffed his takedown and he missed the guillotine. Sorry, I missed the hammer fists. 
Dylan is a dirty human being. Paul versus Dennis was a smidge more competitive than Paul versus a punching bag. Dennis, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu athlete, landed approximately two punches each round, with Paul outlanding him at a nearly 20-to-1 rate. Dennis's most interesting moments were attempting a body lock takedown and guillotine choke, both of which failed. The final seconds of their fight resulted in the referee calling a disqualification. Dennis jumped for a guillotine and fell to the mat. Paul retaliated with a hammer fist that missed. Dennis lunged at Paul after the bell and swung at a security guard before countless bodies filled the ring to separate the athletes. So the clown show continues. Yeah. And apparently Logan Paul pretty much won on all three judges' cards. So when does Logan Paul actually fight a real boxer? The same day that his brother does? When they're not out of their prime? That's kind of like asking when did Floyd Mayweather fight a wrestler or fight a boxer in his prom, or in their prime, with the answer being he never did. Yep, that's the problem with boxing and MMA, right? I mean, boxing is one of the most sweet sizes you can ever see for sports. Yet we keep getting the crap, right? Crap, crap, crap. The problem with boxing is. And I and I hate to say this because you and I both love what I'm about to say. It's becoming more and more like professional wrestling, where it's a sideshow, it's a circus, you know, where the main stars should be the actual boxers themselves. Here, you've got people who never, you know, were never amateur boxers or are out of their prime doing this sport and they're doing it just to get a paycheck and i'm not saying you know like i'm I'm not saying this as someone who's boxed because i've never been in a boxing ring but i know what damage it does to you and i think boxing is becoming more of a sideshow I hate to say it, but it's true. It's not like the days of Holyfield, Tyson, Lewis. And I'm, I'm just bringing up the ones that we grew up on. You know, Lennox Lewis, uh, Pacquiao, uh, the Klitschko brothers. Those, those were boxers. Yep. Tyson, like, I mean, we all got together for one of the first pay-per-views was Tyson. Right? Mm-hmm. Foreman. Uh, Butterbean, where his name was. Like I, nope. like I, I told DK when we did um when we recently did our Survivor Series '99 review. Yep. I remember the night before that show was the Holyfield Lewis match, the unification match, the second time around. Yep. We didn't order the fight. 
However, I don't know how it happened. I don't know why it happened, but it happened. I was able to see each round of the fight. And then when the round was over, they cut the feed off and went to like, you know, the pay-per-view like commercials, you know, you'd get before like the, the pay-per-view started. Yeah. And it, it just happened. We never did anything. <laughs> we didn't order the fight. You know, we, we didn't, it, it just happened. Yeah. It's one of those weird things that happened, but it was like a really cool moment that I have in my mind. Oh, that, and that, and I mean, and you got to watch a good boxing match. For free! Right? For free! <laughs> For free! I've waited 24 years to say that story. Don't, don't say it too loud. Don King might be knocking on your door in about 10 minutes. Oh, please. Don King's in a retirement home somewhere in Boca Boca. Well, if he's retired, I will issue a challenge. No. I can beat one of the brothers in the boxing match. Oh, Lord. Please don't. I mean, I know oh, only I, in America, but for goodness sakes, JC, please I don't. I down there repping the Canadian flag like so many great Canadians have in the past. You know, the Hart Foundation. Oh, Lord. The French Connection. Oh, Lord. You know, waving that flag in Vegas. That's right. And you know what? I will fly down to Philadelphia, run those steps. Here we go. Touch that bell so hard as a second crack. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, know, I'm I'm just going to stop you right there. (laughs) I think, I think I could get the guy who played Rocky at the dinner theater, at Toby's Dinner Theater in Columbia to be a boxer, and I think he'd have a better shot of winning than you do. And he's and don't, underestimate, yeah, don't underestimate <laughs> the toughness and the proudness of a Canadian who works in the old patch in Canada. Yeah, we got the great white dope here, folks. That's right, and I would win. I said dope, I not win. hope. Dope! <laughs> and to top it off, you know, not one boxing match in one night. Two boxing matches in one night. Oh, Lord. I'd be brothers. Both brothers. Should we Should we just schedule 15 total rounds between the two? That's right. Thank you, tag in, because that's how it would have to work. Oh, Lord. You know, oh, you want a boxing match? We give them a boxing match. Oh, Lord. I'm staying out but of I get. Bill would sit there, and he would live stream it commentary. Oh, I, I'd be having a, I'd be having a, I'd be having a hoagie. I, I'd have a cheese stick with me. <laughs> That's oh, right. And you're pretty good. You're doing good. <laughs> it's not doing so good, folks. Because <laughs> you know, I'm tired of this crap. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of. It. I don't want to watch some guy on YouTube. Who fights some guy who's retired from the NBA? I don't want to watch that crap. You know who cares? And honestly, if it's already done, I mean it's Saturday. It's four fifty-one. What they don't schedule these these boxing matches at seven or eight at night anymore? 
what, did they have to go home and go to bed? Watch some Sesame Street? You know? Yeah, oh. he box at night. Oh, that, now you just touched another nerve there. <laughs> you know? Oh, I'm just I'm just pissing off people right, left, right, and center today. Oh, Sesame Street you know? is where I draw the line. <laughs> That's right. Big Bird could beat up. You know what? It'd be me and Big Bird versus oh, the Paul brothers. God. That's right. That's seven foot nine yellow freak. God. And the Bezer Hawk. Coming at the Paul brothers. Um, if you would like to send your well wishes to JC, um, he has Twitter. I don't remember his handle, but you know, just just send it to him. You know, the real Bezer Hawk. The real Bezer Hawk. And then and then I'll start to go fund me for his funeral, and then I'll, you know, then I'll marry his wife because his wife likes me. So you know. <laughs> 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 you know, but hey, you know, it is, it's, it's a joke. I think it's an absolute joke. Oh, boxing is, yeah. Boxing has become a joke. It right? has. Even MMA is becoming a joke. It's like no one watches it. Right. Back in the day, you go to the, to the bar, there'd be 30 guys wearing their no top t-shirts. All pumped up on steroids and whiskey. And then mm-hmm. you'd see the best brawls in your life and you just sit back and watch. Guys are watching UFC and MMA anymore, I don't think. I mean, it's right? not as popular as it once was. Yeah, everybody's going back to football, going back to back to hockey, back to baseball. That's where you're seeing the main attendance. So, all right. Um, you know, I, I think I'm going to stop you right there before um, – we, before before you you cause another international incident, which That's I'm right. actually surprised at this point you have not started one. So, well, don't worry. All the intelligence is listening to other people's conversations. They're not worried about the JC and Bill sports cast. I, I hope. You know. not. But you never know. I mean, I could have some helicopters here flying right over as soon as we hang up yeah, with a so contract. I, I'm, I'm not holding my breath on that one. <laughs> With Don King coming out of retirement. You know. If you people could see me, I'm shaking my head. In <laughs> Hey, last thing before we do go, though. We do want to send our condolences out to all the people who were tragically murdered last week. Yes, yes. And, you know, and what's going on there right now? It's um, a shame. Something that we never would expect. I think most of us are most of us are disgusted by what happened. I'm. I mean, I could tell you guys. I've one of the things I've been very fortunate about with my life in general is I've been able to meet. All different kinds of people, different, you know, backgrounds, different lifestyles. I have friends who are Jewish, and I have friends who, you know, are Middle Eastern, you know, and I had to, you know, this is honestly the first real 
time that I am saying any of this since this has happened. I, I mentioned it a little bit on that wrestling show, but that was more of me condemning uh, Hamas, basically, for what they've done. I, I, I know, you know, the people that I've met in my life on both ends would probably be of the same thought of this is not us. This is not how we are. Mm-hmm. Either, you know, you be Jewish, Palestinian, Lebanese. I mean, one of my best friends in college is Lebanese and she's like a sister to me and we haven't seen each other in years, but I send her a Christmas card every year to her and her family. And we stay in touch, you know, when we can, this this is not, this is not them. It really isn't like you meet real people. You know, there are some tremendous people in this world. And I didn't want to say anything on social media because I figured if I did, you know, some people would probably say something back at me. But I've known a lot of Jewish people in my life. I have friends that are Jewish. I have friends that are of Middle East descent. And I I don't think like that about either one, you know. Because my belief has been if you treat other people well, they will treat you well. And that's something that is not talked about in this world anymore. And we have governments, and that's with an S at the end, that really don't care about stuff like this. Like if you saw on the news this week how Joe Biden and all of them responded, it should be with anger, but it's not. I mean, do I wish all of this would end tomorrow? Absolutely. I think everyone would. But unfortunately, it's not. I don't think it will ever end. We just have to live with it. What? Hamas did the group because that's the thing that's the one thing it was the group Hamas which is a terrorist group what they did was wrong beheading kids beheading women killing innocent people it's like the song Ozzy Osbourne came out with many many years ago I'm just a dreamer and I will dream my life away Yep, so true. And and I I would imagine from your perspective being in Canada because there's a good amount of um immigrants there. Yep. That it's kind of the same way. Yeah, it is. Our government really hasn't said much about it, but overall you can tell it yeah, Canadians are are mad about right they're they're disgusted by it i mean you you hear the horrors of it i mean you know we grew up in the western civilization of that doesn't happen 
and to see that in here and you're like, you know, it's, it's, it's disgusting. And innocent people were, were butchered. And we'll put it that way. We're butchered. Enjoying yeah. a music festival, you know, still in bed. I mean, you know, these guys didn't even have the balls to do it while people were up and awake. Right. People are out partying all night. This is when they did it. And to me, no balls, no heart, no brain, no nothing. And as far as I'm concerned, it's, you know, it's what's well-deserved to Hamas is what they'll get what's coming to them. Unfortunately, there'll be some innocent people who will be killed. We never want to see that. But at the end of the day, it's, it's on them. And, and I right? want to say one. And I want to say one other thing, because I just remembered it while JC was talking. I have a cousin whose husband is Iranian, and he is one of the most nicest people I've ever met in my life. And he earned, you know, everything he did the old-fashioned way. He earned it. He worked through everything to get to where he's at today. So you you guys just got to remember, yeah, the earth is kind of a big place, but in reality, it's a small world. And yeah, I may be using the title from that Disney ride, but it's true. It's a small world. It is a small world. You won't believe who knows who and what knows where, you know. And that's the great thing, you know, like that's what I've come to learn as an adult is you could know somebody just because they know somebody else. And I'll be like, man, we've known each other for like 30 years, and you probably only met for 15 minutes. And and that's kind of like, I'll give, you know what, I'll give a perfect example. DK, until JC introduced me to him, I never knew the dude. I never knew the guy. But once we started talking, it's as if we've known each other for 25 years. Yep. It's the truth. I brought him on the one podcast a few years ago when he came up here. Because he wanted to be on because I was talking ta- ta- to him about it. And then he came up with the ideas. And then he came up with your guys at the wrestling show. Mm-hmm. And the gambling show. And the history and legacy show. I mean, it's he's it's taken off. He He loves it. Yeah. And our show just started with an idea. I just text, hey, do you want to do a show, Canada versus the States? You know, kind of deal, you know, for, for views of how sports are, are done. And you've been like, yeah, this for years. Yeah. yeah. I know you like, did. A- like, I, 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 here's the thing. It's not like JC was every day, like, can we, do a, can we do a podcast? Can we do a podcast? He just would ask, like, every once in a while, like, you know what would be cool if we did a podcast? And I was like, you know what? I haven't done a sports podcast in years. I'll give this a shot again. So, and we're now, I think, at like 70 episodes after so many years. Yeah. And you know what? And our ratings are going up and people are listening. And I mean, I get lots of people messaging me saying, hey, you know, good show. And as we get on, we get better and better, right? And they, you know, they get mm-hmm. their laughs in. I mean, you look at some of our top moments, probably the number one moment was when Paul got injured. Oh, and all yeah. you mascot lives matter. Good old Poe. Right? You know, things like that. And people love it. And I get comments. Hey, you know, you guys did a great show today, right? And 
You know, people download, drive to work, listen to it. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah, you know, we'll anger some people and we'll make some people mad and stuff like that. But hey, you know what? That That's the great part about where we live. Yeah. We have that right. We have that freedom, right? We're not going over, long, over the boundaries, right? Rule number one, don't be a schmuck. That was our number one rule from the very beginning. I mean, yeah, says that, that I'm, is said, I'm looking at the number of plays from our last episode, which was actually almost two weeks ago. We're almost at 400 plays from the last episode. So we're doing something right, folks. You just yeah. keep you just keep doing what you're all doing. We're going to keep doing what we're doing, and it's all going to work out just fine. That's right, and we're going to have fun, and we're going to get through this season of football. We're going to get through it. We're, we're going to get through these hard times. We are. Yep. And as certainly of the world that we live in, we have sports to fall back, and we got this podcast to listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, we might not always be right. 95% of our time that we make our picks are wrong. Pretty much. Wrong. <laughs> you know, but we have fun with it, right? We, I'm you know, we drove around. Right? We make some outlanders picks. You know, but it's all in fun. It's all in good spirits. You know, just because I was bugging Philadelphia, you know, it's all fun. All in good spirits. You know? All fun. Yeah. Just, folks, just all I can ask right now at this time, just be good people. We need to right. help our friends and help those that aren't our friends who may need help. That's all. That's all we're asking. Yep. If the sports world can make it two weeks without any controversies, controversies, we can make it. Absolutely. All right. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, JC Bill Sportcast, and you can join our Facebook group, the JC and Bill Sportscast, where we have over 300 members. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll talk to you all next time. Have a good night and enjoy that eclipse.